Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Hello, my dear ones. This is Allison Scammell, and I have a really, really amazing episode for you today. You will love it. You will receive a lot from this one because I know, I know that you are likely a soul-guided entrepreneur or wanting to become one. If you're listening to this and somewhere along the line, somebody has said the words sales funnel to you and you've kind of said, Ugh, I don't want to do that. I want to be in business, but I don't want to create a sales funnel. That's not why I got called to this work. That doesn't light me up. That doesn't put a pep in my step. That doesn't feel aligned to me and the soul of my business. Sales funnels, that feels like pushing stuff out. It feels salesy. It feels like on the hook to create a lot of content. Ugh, that feels heavy. You know what all that is? That is all low vibrational stuff. So let's back up a little bit. What is a sales funnel? A sales funnel is a marketing term for the journey potential customers and clients go through on the way to purchase. So it's that journey they go on that takes them from complete stranger, never heard of you before, to they're a sole client investing in your offerings over and over and over again. And you are really like sole clients for life. <laughs> and that is that journey that I prefer to call the sole client courtship. Means the same thing, but it just, when you call it the sole client courtship, I think you tap into a different energy and you tap into the energy you want to be in. Because if you're called to be in business, then you're being called to connect to people. You're being called to be in service to people. You're being called to receive money for the things that you're offering. So a soul client courtship just sets that up for you. It provides a framework. It provides a structure for people to go from complete strangers to soul clients in a routine way that makes it easeful and joyful for you. So that's why you are in the right place. And this is going to be a really fun episode that you're going to get a lot of really good nuggets from. And if you haven't yet, I do recommend you listen to episode number 10, Soulful Funnels with Lauren LaPointe, where we talk more about the systems and structures of a good funnel or of a good courtship. And this episode is really about how to tailor design a courtship that works for you, your business, and your soul clients. So in today's episode, we're going to explore how to approach your soul client courtships to best suit your business, how to know whether your courtship should be paid or organic, 
and how to craft a courtship that consistently leads you to a full book of soul clients. We'll end on a challenge that will enable you to design the perfect soul client courtship for you, your business, and your soul clients. So please stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,200 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Today, we're talking about Soul client courtships. And I think that of the clients I work with, the sales and marketing side of their business is far and away the thing that provides them the most pain and suffering. Because most of us get called to our business because we have a craft. We have an expertise we want to share. We have a product we want to share. We want to coach, we want to heal, we want to write, we want to paint, but we don't really want to sell. Very few people in the soul-guided business start their businesses to sell. And I think people who are driven by profit, which is okay, I'm okay with people driven by profit, they like to sell. There are people that wake up in the morning and they're like, who do I get to sell to today? That is just something that brings them joy. And I love that. That's great. I'm glad those people are out there. And in fact, those people make really good sales and marketing coaches. I'm working with a coach right now, Ron Reich, who is an expert marketing coach. And what I love about Ron is he focuses on how to do organic marketing and really connect deeply to your audience, which is what we're also going to be talking about today. But Ron loves marketing. He lives it. He breathes it. It gives him joy. And I'm so happy he's out there and he's teaching people. I have a hunch, however, that unless that's what you do as well, and I do have people in my audience who are marketing managers and marketing experts. So if that's you, then you're in the right place. You're still going to learn from this, my friend. But most of you probably aren't. And the sales and marketing aspect of your business is likely parts of your business you enjoy the least. So what I want to help you do today is turn that around. So the sales and market aspects of your business has a little bit of a different flavor, a little bit of a different energy, and it starts to become the places in your business where you love to be the most. And when you're showing up in your business, in a way that you love the most, the people that experience you there in that energy, in your genius, as in your prospective clients and customers, when they experience you showing up, loving what you're doing, 
they're going to want to get to know you more. They're likely going to want to invest in your products and services when they experience you in this way. So that's why it's so important for you just to love being in business and have joy and ease in your life and business. And also you being in a place of love and joy and full potential in your business is going to attract clients and customers. And this is why, my friends, you're in the right place, getting the right information, because we're going to get you on the path to that joy and ease that leads to clients. So how do you want to approach your soul client courtship for your business? And please listen up here, whether you're absolutely new to business or you've been at this for a while, I do believe that you will receive from this. You always want to start with the top three places where your soul clients are hanging out and where you like to be. And this is true whether you are a solopreneur new to this without much people helping you or you have a team of people helping you. You still want to start with the top three places your soul clients are hanging out where you also like to be. So what I mean by that is places where you can show up and connect to your prospective soul clients and customers and show up in your full potential, in your unique genius, a place that enables you to really connect to people on a deep level. So examples of these places are social media, right? So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn are examples. Other examples are a podcast, like what I'm doing right now, or a blog, or a YouTube channel. Other examples are in-person places, monthly meetings, coffees. Other examples are simply one-on-one exchanges, so phone calls. Again meeting people out for coffee. These are all places where you have the opportunity to connect more deeply to your prospective soul clients. These are the places where they're going to go from not knowing you very well to feeling like they're connecting to you on a soul level. And when they get into that latter space, I promise you they're going to want to invest in your products and services. So let me give you an example of my top three places. I've had these top three places now for several years. And because I've been hanging out in these top three places for so long, they are really working for me and consistently enabling me to connect to people so they become soul clients. So my number one place, my friends, is this podcast. My podcast is my labor of love. This is the place I show up for consistently, even on the days when I don't really feel like it. And I do schedule in breaks throughout the year for my podcast so I can always be recharged and rejuvenated. I take four weeks off every August and I do bundle my recordings so I have ample time off in between throughout the year from my podcast. That said, I show up here consistently and I feel like I love to teach and I love to teach off the cuff. 
Like if you look at my human design type, which is something I recommend you look at when you're deciding your top three places, what is also in alignment to your human design? For my design type, I am pretty much a born teacher. And another place that you can check into is also your astrological birth chart, which also tells me I'm a born teacher. And I am best when I'm in the moment, in the zone. So when I craft my notes for a podcast episode, I've always got my top three things. What are the top three things that I want to share with my audience about a particular topic? And then I have a few other bullet points and that's it. And those bullet points give me structure. They keep me on message. They remind me of all the things I want to talk about. And beyond that, I'm in flow and I'm actually kind of channeling. I kind of channel my episodes. It's like a co-creation with source. Right now, I'm just letting the topic at hand here, soul client courtships, flow through me. And the more I get into flow, the more the episode starts to just get good. (laughs) And the more I start to overthink the topic and get into my head, the more that I'm constantly stopping and editing and redoing and, 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 and re-saying sections. Like even now I'm getting a little bit, just talking about being in my head is getting me in my head. So getting out of that space and back to the flow, this podcast enables me to talk about the topics in my zone of genius and in a way that suits to how I like to connect with people, how I like to teach, how I like to communicate with you. And not everyone is like me. You may not be. I have clients who like to research. For example, I had a client who is a health and nutrition coach. You know, she's researching the latest scientific research on certain things that affect our hormones and the immune system. So she would also be a great person to start a podcast. But I suspect if she did start a podcast, she would probably want to write out a script and more read from the script so she can get some of her details correct and accurate. Just giving you an example, just because this is what works for me, this sort of free flow podcasting doesn't mean it has to be for you. Honor, honor, honor what is true for you, your design type, your unique genius, how you like to show up so you can show up as your most authentic and as your best self. And when you can do that, when you can show up in that place and just say, I'm slaying it here, I'm slaying it, you're in that energy, your prospective clients and customers are going to respond to that. Your soul clients are going to eat it up like catnip. They will love it. Okay, so back to my top three places. I'm going to share with you place number two and share a really important point about all this. So my second place where I like to show up for my clients is live teaching events. So primarily now it's master classes, although I have done a ton of live events, you know, before coronavirus, I did a lot of live in-person teaching events where they are free and I invite people to a class, a workshop, a master class, some sort of training. And in that training, it's an opportunity to connect more deeply to potential soul clients. And the point I want to make here that's so important is with all of this, I never approach 
any of the podcast episodes or masterclasses or any of the ways that I show up in my business as how can I get a client, I approach everything with the energy of how can I be in service to you? So with this podcast episode, my first question is always, how can I be in highest and greatest service to you? When I do a masterclass, I really feel into the pains of my audience and the desires. And I design my masterclasses around how to help people alleviate those pains and get to those desires. It is always, how can I be in service? And in that process of being in service to you, if I also connect to a prospective soul client who is looking on a soul level for a coach and a healer and an intuitive business strategist like myself, then it's a win-win for everyone. And because I'm showing up in service to you as my potential soul client and you're feeling served and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I need to go deeper with Allison, then we're both being served. It's a mutually benefiting relationship. And that really serves, that really gets to the heart of a real soul client courtship. It's not that I'm selling to you and I'm benefiting because I'm getting your money. It's I'm giving something to you that you need and you're giving something to me that I need. And that's just like the nature of the relationship from the moment we meet each other to the the day that we wrap up. And with a true soul client courtship, you never really wrap up. You're kind of like connected for life, even if like whatever, you become a client of mine and you work with me for six months and then you move on to other things. You and I are connected, though. We will always be connected energetically, and we will always be in each other's communities, checking in on each other. How's it going? And I think all, there's always the spirit of how can I support you? How can I help you? Even if you're not a client anymore, is there something I can do to support you on your path? And that, my friends, is the true definition of soul client courtship. It's not one benefits and one doesn't, one gives and one receives. It's this constant flow of giving and receiving and giving and receiving in a really beautiful and balanced way. So thinking of these top three places you want to show up to connect to soul clients, think of it as this space of giving and receiving where you're showing up in service to them and you're giving them the opportunity to get to know you and that you exist and that your services exist because they need what you have to offer. It's a give and receive, an ebb and flow. And that, my dear ones, takes away any of the push, pushing out sales, any of that heavy 3D old school marketing, bro marketing, where they'll tell you that you got to create content all the time, every day. You got to grow your audience to 100,000 because only 3% buy from you. In this soul client courtships, you often have smaller audiences, not always, but often you have smaller audiences where it's more about quality over quantity because soul clients are quality. That's the highest possible quality you can get in your audience and in the people who buy from you. So you don't need hundreds of thousands of them. Now, some of you 
are sort of called to that work to have those larger followings. And if that's you, that's beautiful. But if you're feeling like that's not you, that's also beautiful. And you can run a seven-figure business on a very small elite audience of very high-quality soul clients. All right. The number three place that I show up in my business consistently is Facebook. Now, I decided a long time ago that I didn't want to be on all social media, so I put all of my eggs in the basket of Facebook. Do I love Facebook? No. Does it have a dark side to it? Yes. Do I appreciate the way I have the perception that it's listening into me on my personal conversations, even when my phone is off? And then all of a sudden in my news feeds, I'm getting advertising for the specific model of ice maker that I had been talking about to my husband as we went to bed at night with all of our gadgets shut off, thinking, how the heck did Facebook know that I wanted an ice maker? For example, do I find that creepy? Yeah. At the same time, has Facebook led me to soul clients? Has it connected me to soul clients? Oh, yeah. Lots and lots and lots of soul clients I have met through Facebook. So I have a business page and I have a a closed Facebook group. I do most of my showing up, if you will, in my closed Facebook group, Soul Guide Circle. Please join if you're not already a member. And that's the place where I show up consistently. And I myself am a big fan of closed Facebook groups because, again, one of my gifts, part of my human design is I love to create community. And I'm really good at creating community. And I love to do it. I love, I'm a, I've got that facilitator energy. I've got the connector energy. And it makes me really good at creating groups. So a Facebook group enables me to tap into that. And I wasn't on any other social media for the longest time because I focused on those three places and those three places only as part of my soul client courtship. And I started to get clients. Because I showed up there consistently. I showed up in service to you. And I showed up in a way that I was in my zone of genius, offering the best content I possibly could for you. Okay. So what happened is I started to get clients. My business started to grow. I had more income. So what did I do then? I hired a team. I hired people to help me. And then an Only then did I expand to more than three places because I had more people to help me. So the general rule is always have the top three places where you're going to spend your time and effort to show up and connect to soul clients and never add a fourth or a fifth or a sixth until you have people hired to help you because otherwise you run out of bandwidth and you're not able to show up consistently and that will affect your ability to connect to potential soul clients. And the other general rule with this is never ever show up at a place where you just don't want to be. And I see it a lot with my clients. They make the assumption the only way that you can be successful in business is to have Facebook, have Instagram, have fill in the blank. So they're doing it and they don't like it. It doesn't feel good. 
If you're showing up at a place that doesn't feel good, your prospective clients and customers are going to feel that and they will not be motivated to connect with you. So those efforts aren't going to pay off for you. So if you don't feel good in a place, if you don't, if you just don't like Facebook, don't be on Facebook. Go to LinkedIn, go to Instagram, go to Twitter, Pinterest. TikTok. There's so many other places that you can be in the online space and your clients are there. Your soul clients are there. I promise you. And the only caveat I'll mention here is learning curves. Sometimes it's hard to know if you like a platform or not, unless you've actually given yourself permission to learn it. So if you're brand new to a platform and it's not getting big results back for you yet, do give yourself permission to learn and experiment and try different things. And that's when you start to really land on those approaches, those places that really work for you and your soul clients. Usually it doesn't happen overnight. Usually getting to know your three places does take some time and it does take you giving yourself permission to learn and experiment and see what works for you and what doesn't. Okay. Moving on to how to know whether your courtship should be paid or organic or what combination of both. So I want to share with you a truth about connecting to prospective clients. There are two ways to do it and only two ways. You can do it in a paid way or you can do it in an organic way. And when you think about your top three places, you want to consider, do I want to show up in a paid and or organic way and what combination of both. So if you are new to business, I recommend that you focus on an organic soul client courtship. And organic marketing and connecting is less of a financial investment and it is more of a time investment. It does take time. It takes time to be connecting to people, reaching out to people, following up, having coffees, doing that organic human to human connecting is a time investment. However, it is a time investment that does pay off because what happens when you connect with people organically to eventually get to a place where you're talking about your products and services to them is you're getting used to the idea, the concept of advocating for the value you create in the world. And that's a huge part of a soul client courtship. You're advocating for the value you're creating in the world because your prospective soul clients don't just know. They don't, sometimes they do, but oftentimes they just don't know about the, what it is your products and services really do for them and their life. How you really benefit them, how you can really help them alleviate their pain. So guess what? You just simply have to point it out. And it's not sales, it's truth. If you're talking to a prospective soul client, they need what it is you have to offer. So you're just simply telling them, work with me and you'll receive these things. This value will show up in your life. And when you commit the time and you invest the time to having those conversations, you get better and better at it. It becomes more organic feeling. It becomes second nature. 
And I'm going to share with you a brilliant way to start the organic soul client courtship. If you're new to this or you're feeling like you're feeling a little stuck and stalled out, or maybe you're offering a new product that isn't doing as well as you'd wish it to, I invite you to do something I call hot coffee connecting, or you can insert hot tea connecting if you're a tea drinker. And here's what it is. Hot coffee connecting is where you make a list of people. And ideally, it's a long list. It's a list that is as big as a list of a 100 of all the people in your network that could potentially be clients. They don't have to be your best friends. These could be just people in your network, acquaintances, even friends of friends, people you've connected to on social media. Create the list. When in doubt, add the person to the list. And these are all the people who may benefit in some way, shape, or form from your products or services, or it's a peer who could connect you to a potential audience of people who could benefit from your services. First, you create the list or you at least start the list and you get a few people on it. And then once you have the list going, you start to reach out to them. And it it isn't really like cold calling because it is the has the energy of hot coffee connecting It has the energy of being casual, of being like, hey, you want to meet for a cup of coffee? Like, we're just two old friends meeting for a cup of coffee. That's the energy of it, even if it's not an old friend. And you can approach each person differently. For some of them, maybe it's just a text message. Hey, I've been thinking about you. How are things going? Or for somebody, if you're a health coach, And somebody was talking to you about, like, let's say you're a weight loss coach and you had someone talking to you a year ago, six months ago about their weight struggles. It's just checking in with that person. Hey, how's it going? How's your weight loss journey? You've been on my mind. I've been thinking about you. Everybody wants to know that they're being thought of, right? Especially if it comes from a true, authentic place. You're just establishing a connection. And once you establish the connection, maybe then it moves to, would you like to have a virtual coffee or a virtual tea? Would you like to go to the next step? Or maybe you've got a free guide. Hey, I just made this free PDF guide and I thought of you. Would you like it? It's the process of connecting. Casual, simple, connecting to people who you think could be a soul client. Now, some people aren't going to respond. Some people are going to say, I'm too busy right now. No worries. That's part of it. I think most of the time you're going to get people who aren't going to respond. No problem. Guess what you do? You wait a period of time and then you check in. People are busy. Most people are not going to be bothered if you check in with them. Hey, did you get my message? Hey, checking in again. And I'm a part of a mastermind now. And one of the people in my group, she runs a multi-seven-figure business. And we were talking about this. So this whole hot coffee connecting never goes away. You know, people, they call it prospecting. So what I'm really talking about now is what marketing people call prospecting. And that's just keeping all the people in your Rolodex, keeping those relationships warm. And as you do that, If somebody happens to be looking for what you're offering at the time of your check-in, then again, you're getting to a win-win for both of you. 
And she was saying that it used to be you would check in with people like prospective clients like three times. Hey, are you interested? One, hey, are you interested? Two, hey, checking in one last time, are you interested? And if you don't get a response in three times, then you just, you gave it three attempts and then you move on, right? She was saying that this is now changing in her business and she just keeps checking in with people. She'll check in with people who haven't responded to her messages 10 times. And she said it is not unusual at all by the 10th time that the prospective client says, oh my gosh, thank you for keep checking in. I've just been so busy. The timing was off before, but actually the timing is perfect now. I'd like to get on the phone with you. I'd like to go to the next step. So we're not talking about harassment here at all because why? We're always leading with being in service to people. And if you're in that true energy of I'm in service to you, I have something that I think could make your life better, then nobody's going to feel harassed. And especially if you already are feeling intuitively that this person could be a prospective soul client, I promise you they won't feel harassed. What I see so often with my clients is they do a one and done. And this absolutely used to be me. I would reach out to people hey, you want to, you know, meet up for a coffee and they wouldn't respond. And I would just say, oh, I got rejected and move on. That cannot be the way. You just keep following up with people until either they say, no, thank you. And that's great. No problem. Or they say, yes, I'm interested in going that next step with you. So that is the process of hot coffee connecting. And that is a brilliant way to approach your soul client courtship from an organic perspective. Now, if you're ready to go to paid courtship, and all that means is you're really paying some sort of advertising to help you get in front of more potential soul clients. It's absolutely what I would recommend all people in business eventually get to is that you do some paid advertising because the right paid advertising works. And it makes your life easier. And it is the, not that it's less of a time investment and obviously more of a financial investment. So if you're just getting started with paid advertising, I recommend starting small, starting very small, testing with small budgets. And I also recommend you don't necessarily have to go right away to Facebook ads or Google ads. I actually recommend starting your ad budget with local opportunities, local bulletins or newsletters that are sending stuff to people who who fit in your audience, that is a brilliant way to get started with your ad dollars. I remember when I first started coaching and I was living in Brussels and I was working with a lot of expatriates at the time, I did advertising with this expatriate newsletter called Anglo Info. And it was for English speakers living in the Brussels area. And I got a lot of clients from a few ads I put in Anglo Info. And I got a huge return on investment in those those ad dollars because it was a very, I mean, it was a very smart place to put my ad money because they were advertising directly to the type of people I wanted to reach. In time, I moved to... Facebook ads and I've had, I have really good luck with Facebook ads. I think for, for me, I've, I've, I've witnessed a huge return on investment in Facebook ads. 
it is a learning curve. It does take some time. And then once you get, start to get some results from your Facebook ads, then I really recommend at that point, you hire people to help you. And I have people now who help me with my Facebook ads. But what's brilliant about it is Facebook ads are part of my top three. So I'm already using my podcast. So I have my podcast and I do use ads to promote my podcast, but I also do other things to promote my podcast organically. And an example of that is guest podcasting. And this is a brilliant way to grow organically and get in front of other people's audiences is either guest blog posting or guest podcasting. And anytime I'm on, I'm on somebody else's podcast as a guest, I'm talking about Soul Guide Radio. And I'm inviting that listenership to check out this listenership. So also with Facebook, I do Facebook ads. So I'm showing up organically on Facebook and I'm also doing ads on Facebook. And lastly, for my live masterclasses, I am doing a lot of organic things to promote my masterclasses, sending emails to my mailing list, reaching out to people I know who I think would really benefit from the masterclass. And I'm running some online ads to promote the masterclass. So even when you get to my top three places where I hang out, I'm doing organic things and paid things to promote those three things. And I think that's when you really start to get big returns on your investment in time and money because you're really starting to learn how to use those opportunities to really connect deeply to the people who need what it is you have to offer. All right. So the last thing I wanted to explore with you today is how to craft a courtship that consistently leads you to a full book of soul clients. So we already talked about choosing the top three places you're going to hang out, whether or not you're going to do organic or paid or some combination of both. Now we want to talk about when you decide where it is you're going to hang out, how do you create content for them that truly is in service to them at the moment and gets them excited, organically excited to go deeper with you, go one step deeper in the relationship, which is basically what you want the courtship to do. The purpose of the courtship is not to go from perfect stranger to buying your most expensive thing overnight. It is a journey. It is a relationship. Sometimes you have a soul client courtship that lasts a week because the connection is just that strong. Maybe it's a referral. It's just like you just said the exact right things and bam, soul client. Sometimes soul client courtships take years. There's no right or wrong way to do it. One is not better than the other. Of course, we all want the soul client courtship that is the overnight romance, if you will. But that doesn't mean that that's the right way to go, the only way to go. So you really want to do approach this as a journey. And the goal is always to connect to people in a way that they want to go one step deeper with you. So to get prospective clients wanting to go one step deeper with you, a powerful practice is to check in with your soul clients energetically before you create content for them. And I go into detail on how to do that in episode number nine, Becoming Soul Client Magnet, but it's the process of connecting energetically with soul clients before you craft your Facebook post 
or your blog post or your podcast episode or whatever it is you're creating, the offering you're creating. And ideally, you're marrying that with information you're receiving also from real life people, people who you consider to be part of your ideal audience, people who you do consider to be either soul clients or prospective soul clients. And just using your intuition, what happens for me often is I notice my clients all have similar pain points at the same time. And when I have like three clients coming at me with the same pain point, I know I need to create content on that pain point. I need to create, that's that's a pain point that my audience has that you likely have. And it's in service to you to create some sort of content, social media post and a podcast episode, something that gives you something that will provide you relief, that will give you a solution, that will give you a shift. I call it snippets of transformation. I offer something that gives you a snippet of transformation. If you get a snippet of transformation from me anywhere I show up, you will want to go deeper with me. If you do the same thing for your prospective clients and customers, if you give them one little iota of a relief, of a sigh, of a, oh, it can be easier. Oh, I have the way now. I have more clarity. I feel better about myself. They will want to go deeper with you. They will want to go to the next step of the courtship. So, It's the combination of connecting energetically first and just tuning into the energy of your soul client avatar. What are your pains? What are your desires? What do you want to hear from me right now? What do you need from me right now? And I did that before this episode and I got all the things I'm talking to you about. And this becomes the basis of my content. And I'm also basing this episode on real stuff I hear from real clients that I have on the things they struggle with and the things that I offer them that work for them, that get them fully booked, okay? So this is how you really start to create content that's in service to your soul clients that excites them and makes them want to go to the next step with you in your courtship. And I promise you, if you are offering a prospective soul client a snippet of transformation, it is highly likely that they won't, they'll want to go so far in the courtship as they'll be ready to invest premium prices in you. Because once they start to taste and feel results and they see you as the person who gets them those results, they will want more of whatever it is you have to offer. All right, my dear ones, my invitation for you this week is to decide What are the top three places that your soul clients are hanging out that you like to be? If you already have your top places, double check if those are still the places you want to be. And then once you've decided the top three places, give some consideration to how do I organically want to show up in these places? And is there an opportunity to use paid advertising to get me in front of more prospective clients, to get the content I'm creating out there to more people? And last but not least, I invite you to make a list of at least 10 people and bonus points for more of that that you can reach out to and just say, hey, 
I've been thinking about you. I'm in service to you. Would you like to have a conversation with me and see where it takes you in your courtship? All right, dear ones, that's all I have for you today. If you're loving on this episode, go ahead and give it some love and give it a rating and review wherever it is you listen. I'd be super grateful for any feedback on how this podcast gets you results and gives you snippets of transformation. If you could let us know in the comments, it truly is how more people can find us. It's how I can get cooler guests on the show and be in higher and greater service to you. And until next time, my dear ones, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find a link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.